Type 2 Warriors, welcome to another episode of Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes Podcast. My name is Dr. Tian Pramlap and I am your host. After almost 10 years of seeing so many of my patients struggles with type 2 diabetes, I am now on a mission to help all of you find a better and more balanced way to lower your A1C for good without having to be on any restrictive diet or crazy amount of medications. If you're listening to this episode, you probably realize that it's not uploaded on a Monday. And I have been putting off recording this particular episode because I wasn't sure how comfortable I would feel speaking about this particular topic. But I finally are now ready to share this with you all. And that is the fact that a pharmacist, I'm talking about me, who has been talking about helping you all lowering your own A1C and help with lowering your blood sugar and how that all looks like and what you should be doing more of and what you should be doing less of. I have actually found myself in somewhat of the same boat as all of you recently. So I just wanted to share my own experiences, my own feeling of what I have been going through. And it's been surprising and shocking for me of my own feelings as well as the lack of support I'm getting from my family. So let's just dive right in. So recently, well, I guess I'll just start from the beginning. Currently, I am 31 years old. I do have diabetes runs in my family with my dad having prediabetes for over 10 years now. And my grandma, paternal grandma, so my dad's mom, she does have diabetes. And my grandpa also has diabetes and various other family members as well, aunts and uncles. Uh, on both side, mom and dad side. So I've always known that genetically I am prone to this chronic condition. But since I'm only 31, I never really thought about it as something that would occur to me now. In this point of my life, I would always think that it would come on if it if it does at least 20 years later so around 50s mid 50s maybe early maybe late 40s 
if I don't do anything about it. And knowing that, I have been on this journey to help all of you figure out what to do to help delay the progression of the condition. So I'm also doing a lot of the things that I recommend for you all to be doing. So I figured I'm already ahead of the game. I should be able to prevent this or at least delay the onset of type 2 diabetes for myself. So I was pretty confident about that. And especially gone through pharmacy school and knowing all the medication and all the ins and outs, side effects. And also I have a nutrition background that was my undergraduate study. So I'm pretty confident that I am well equipped to figure this out without having a total meltdown mentally or physically when, if and when I get the diagnosis. So we are actually trying to have a baby currently, my husband and I, and we only started trying because of the pandemic really, because we we actually wanted to travel some more before deciding to expand our family. But since that couldn't happen, so then we started thinking about maybe trying for a baby right now because that's what everybody was doing. And I always knew I might have a little bit trouble doing so because I've always had irregular period meaning I don't ovulate monthly. So knowing that, I figure, you know, we'll get ahead of this and we'll just plan for when I do ovulate, that should work. But it's been about a year now and we don't have any good news. And that has been difficult and frustrating and now that covid has kind of not really gone away but we have tools meaning vaccinations to help prepare you and protect you from the virus makes me feel more comfortable going to the doctor and it's been about a year and a half since i seen my doctor for my physical so it's it's time, you know, we get blood tests done and gone in for my physical. So the at the doctor office, I actually did talk to my physician about the possible infertility that I might be experiencing. So we talked about possibly tests for PCOS because of the irregular periods. That's one of the symptoms of the condition so we did i had the blood test done and we test for for all the hormones that would be indication indication of pcos and i'm not too familiar with all of the markings of these hormones like what values you would need to be at to 
specifically say that you do have PCOS, even after my blood tests come back, I still don't have a clear answer going on the internet, searching, trying to find the proper, um, you know, proper articles and proper sites that would give me the accurate information. And to my surprise, it's quite difficult to find what I'm looking for. Each article, each website has their own answer and they're not all consistent of what do you, how do you define PCOS using a blood test? I mean, for type two diabetes, you can go on the ADA website and they will tell you what your A1C has to be at, what your fasting blood sugar has to be at for you to be considered as type 2 diabetes. It, apparently not the same for PCOS, to my surprise. So currently, I'm not sure if this is, if this is my diagnosis or not, but my PCP, primary care physician, did reached back out after she, she saw the blood test. She did write me a little message saying, according to the result, it is considered clinically PCOS, but I'm not too sure what that means. So I do have an appointment with my OBGYN coming up where I would basically ask her all these questions and figure out what's really going on. But beside the clinically PCOS, my A1C is actually at 5.7, which would be considered pre-diabetes according to the ADA's definition. So having that on board and not knowing if I do or do not have PCOS. So my first thought was, okay, this is probably due to my own family history and how I am more prone to this condition. A little early onset for my liking, but it's okay. I know what to do. I tell my client this all the time. I should be okay. And I didn't really feel too sad or depressed or overwhelmed with the pre-diabetes A1C value or number, but having explained that or shared that with my mom, so we also don't know exactly if it if it is PCOS or not. Pardon me for the interruption here, but I actually have an important announcement that I need to make because I think you'll find this extremely helpful, okay? So I just want to let you know that I actually have a full training that will show you three simple ways to lower your A1C once and for all. So this is a free masterclass that I have created for you all to really focus on what you can do on a daily to day basis to help you take back control of your number. 
it will actually provide you with a no-fail strategy to help you transform your relationship with sweets or carbohydrates without being on any restrictive diet. Because a lot of time I hear my patients and clients tell me that their number one struggle is they can't say no to sweets, whether it's dessert or pasta or pizza or donuts. They just can't seem to not eat them. And not that these food are bad for you in any way. I do encourage you to have a donut every now and then and have pizza every now and then, right? But the ability to be able to still eat these food and bring down your A1C is the fact that you have to transform your your relationship with these food. And this masterclass will show you how to do that. And it will also show you a step-by-step guide to finally get off that blood sugar roller coaster. Because if you've had the condition for a while, you'll notice that your blood sugar reading is kind of like a roller coaster, right? It goes up sometime and then it dips really low. You never can find the right happy medium where you don't feel stressed or drained because if you notice that if your blood sugar isn't under control, you'll feel really crappy, right? You feel really tired, like you don't have any energy. And that can happen when it's too high or too low. We want to be able to find that happy medium. And this masterclass will give you a step-by-step guide on how to do that. And finally, we will also explore some key changes that if you can just tweak them a little bit, you can finally keep your A1C down once and for all without having to ever give up your favorite food. Because if you know me, I don't ever want you to not be able to eat what you want and still keep your A1C down. That's the key, right? You're not wanting to deprive deprive yourself of anything because before you know it, if you don't eat something or if you keep thinking about something and you don't eat it or you don't do it, sometime in the future, you'll think about it again and then you won't be able to stop yourself from going down a little rabbit hole of eating way more than you should. And we don't want you to be in that situation ever. So maybe you are newly diagnosed and you're just a little bit confused on where to start with the whole nutrition, diet, exercise with type 2 diabetes, or maybe you've been on this journey for quite a while now and you've tried everything under the sun to lower your A1C. But no matter what you do, it didn't seem to be working out so well for you, right? And all you want to do is to find a simple way to bring that A1C down once and for all or at least be be able to keep it under control so you don't have to worry about your health all the time. So if you want to know how to do all of that and more and you want access to this amazing and free training, then all you got to do 
is go to drpromlatwellnesscorner.com slash free dash masterclass. That is drpromlat, P-R-O-M-L-A-P, wellnesscorner.com slash free dash masterclass. Masterclass. And then let me know if you find this training helpful for you at all. I'd like to know if I can make it even better for you in the future. Or if it was helpful now, let me know what you found was useful for you. And you can just send me a message on Instagram at Dr. Pramlat Wellness Corner. That's my Instagram handle. And let's get back to today's episode. Because you can also use a ultrasound to diagnose PCOS. And my mom actually does this for a living. So she was able to interpret my results. And it does not show any sign of PCOS. So that's why we're also a little bit unsure. So we initially did not think that the A1C, the higher A1C has anything to do with the PCOS or infertility to begin with because we didn't think it was. So then we were just talking about the fact that my A1C was high and I was just like, oh, okay, I know what to do. It just runs in our family, yada, yada, yada. And to my surprise, it was not received that way from another person, my, my mom actually. So I was talking about, oh, how dad has it, and uncle has it, grandma, grandpa has it. But she actually told me, well, that's true, but your dad didn't get it until much later in life. And I personally don't have any sign of diabetes at all. And I'm 50, so I don't think we should be blaming our DNA or that somehow we pass this on to you. I am paraphrasing, but in my head, I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is not what I was expecting my family response to be. And it's not that my mom isn't a kind and sweet and caring person. She's super compassionate and in all of those things and I love her but her reaction to my diagnosis was very different from what I was expecting it to be and because she got in my head about not blaming the DNA and not blaming the family gene I was like well then I guess she is implying that I brought this on because otherwise, what else would she be saying? And the only things I could be doing would be how I eat and how much exercise I do or what I do, what's my lifestyle looks like. And that is basically what I should be looking at. So it's very surprising for someone you love to 
see you that way and to judge you that way, even though you know that, well, at least you think you've done everything right and you try to get ahead of this condition because you know it runs in your family and you even have a podcast about it and you talk to so many individuals online about it and now you're experiencing it. It's just a different feeling. I'm more shocked than anything, but also a little bit, well, a lot hurt and, and miss, I feel, you know, misunderstood, but I don't really know what to do with that. Like, how do I tell my mom, hey, I don't think it's me. Um, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. So I'm just really beginning to understand how you all would feel without the whole possible PCOS situation. So now I'm trying to find all kinds of reasons medically or not and what I'm doing for my own diet and physical activities wise. And so I'm just looking for anything that would indicate that I didn't brought this on. And I'm just trying to prove mostly to myself and possibly also my mom, the fact that I didn't create this condition. Like I didn't ask for this and it just, it's just here. It, it's a diagnosis, possible diagnosis it's, is present in my body. You can't see it. You can't feel it, but it's there. So let's, I mean, why, why do I have to even go through this whole cycle of figuring out what went wrong? Because you shouldn't have to worry about that. You should, you should be able to have the support and the non-judgment of your family, of anyone really, when you tell them that this is what came back from my blood result, blood test result, as opposed to being picked at and looked down upon. I mean, it, it wouldn't even call it that. It would just more of a being judged by by somebody with their own opinions and their own perspective about how this condition is really. So I'm thinking she's coming from the point of view that diabetes is really because you are not following, well, not following, but you're more, you eat out more or you eat more fast food or you don't exercise as much. And this condition is really only for people who are overweight and don't take care of, of their health. And, you know, they're not doing all the right things or maybe they eat too much or they, they eat too much sugar or they eat too much bread, they eat too much rice. So this is the norm point of view of when somebody tell you that they have 
type 2 diabetes or, you know, just pre-diabetes, high blood sugar in general. And this is very prominent in, in our community of Asian American or just Southeast Asian in general. Because either it's, it's just easier to accept that instead of trying to really figure out the root, the cause of the condition for that person. It's, it's easier to jump to your own judgment and your own conclusion of why it's happening to that person. Or maybe she just feels, she doesn't want to feel guilty that it's possibly the family gene, but honestly, it's not really the family. It's just the whole ethnicity is more affected from this condition, by this condition than other ethnicity. So I'm not really blaming our family, but I'm guessing that's how she sees it. Uh, at the end of the day, that's really shouldn't be the focus. The focus should be on how to help your own body, how to help you get control over this. And that's really what I want to do now. I really want to figure out how to help myself and all of you as well to get better control over your own body and not having to feel guilty or shameful of what you do what you eat and how you eat and you know figure out how to delay this condition without feeling like you done something wrong so i've been doing a lot more research about insulin resistance because we one of the hormone tests indicates that I might also have what's called IRS. The American Endocrinology Association is calling it insulin resistance syndrome, IRS. And because of the possible clinical PCOS without the ultrasound diagnosis, it's kind of goes together. But right now I'm still a little fuzzy on if because you have insulin resistance syndrome, then you're more prone to PCOS or if it's the other way around where you have PCOS, then you're more prone to insulin resistance syndrome. So I'm still figuring that out and we'll put that in an episode. We'll probably be talking about my own condition and how I fix this in the future. So we'll just leave this as this. And I just wanted to say that it's not your fault. Whatever your condition is, whatever your diagnosis is, whatever that you've done so far is probably an environmental factor in how you were brought up, how you were raised. Even if it's not in your gene, but if it's what you grew up eating or what your brain was conditioned to love and not love is how, what makes you you. So you shouldn't have to apologize for your own 
experiences in your own personal journey. But I do want you to be able to accept your condition and move forward. And now, what do you want to do about it? And that's what I'm doing about it. Um, I'm doing my own research, even more so now, focusing on PCOS and insulin resistance, and really put this into practice on my lifestyles and more on educating everybody. And hopefully help my mom have a different perspective about this condition in general, so you know she doesn't judge so many people about it. But well, that's you know between me and her, and that will just be yeah. So I want to take this opportunity to actually also let you all know that I'll be a little actually not active at all. Posting on this podcast over the next couple of months, I'll probably resume in the new year. I'll take this time to really look at all the articles, look at all the research, and figuring out what does work and what does not work. And I'll come back with a more concrete answer for everybody who are suffering from type two diabetes in general, and if you are. Having more of an insulin resistant than not producing insulin, where your pancreas doesn't produce insulin anymore. So, we'll talk a lot more about that in the future. So, just if you have any question, feel free to feel free to reach out to me on social media. If you DM me, I will definitely answer you. But I won't be posting for the next couple months. I mean, this holidays coming up. It's gonna be really difficult, and I'm still dealing with a lot of insecurities and not knowing if I can have a baby or not, and just all of this crazy things. So my mental health is just all over the place right now. So I really need this time to really focus on myself, and I appreciate your understanding and your support for this podcast, as well as for each other in this community. And I know、uh, some of you have reached out to me, and we had long conversation about your condition. And I really want this podcast to be better than what it is now. Now that I do actually have insulin resistant and pre-diabetes and all of the metabolic syndrome that I talk about in this podcast, it, it will be even more. Personal experiences, more vulnerability, and there will be nothing short of truth for you all. So I hope that will really help you in the future. And I will see you in twenty twenty two. Well, that's all for today's episode of Thrive with Type Two Diabetes. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and you found it super helpful. And if you really resonate with everything that I talked about today, and you feel like you want to learn more, you want to learn how to truly create changes for your health that will ensure that you will be able to effortlessly find freedom from your condition. 
Find freedom from dieting. Find freedom from overdoing it at the gym every day. And find freedom from all those medication that you are currently on. So you can stop worrying about your future all the time, right? So you can stop worrying about your blood sugar and what kind of food will affect it, how it will raise it. And you want to start living your life again and start enjoying what you were brought to do on what you were brought on this earth to do. Whether it is to teach young children or to be an artist or to travel or to run a business, whatever it is that you want to do instead of constantly live in fear and feel stuck on your type 2 journey, then I really, really invite you to connect with me. I want to get to know you better. I want to show you how we can make all of this happen for you. And we'll actually be able to chat for a whole 45 minutes where we'll hash out a strategic plan to help you achieve your A1C goal and to help you see that achieving that goal isn't all that scary anymore. But I only want you to reach out if you feel like you are 100% committed to your health, that you are actually ready to take massive action, and you want to invest in yourself, okay? Because we can both talk and talk until we're blue in the face, but if you're not willing to invest in yourself and you're not willing to invest in your health, then nothing we can say will really change much, right? So if you think that is you and you're ready to see where your powerful self can really take you, then all you gotta do is go to drpromlatwellnesscorner.com slash apply and you can book a free discovery session with me. I am so committed to you and your health and I will work with you until you are successful. And during this session, we will evaluate where your strengths are and what you are currently doing that is working for you. And then we'll also take a look at what you can improve upon as well as map out a plan so you know how to get there. And then, after the session, if we find that we are a good fit for one another, I'll actually offer you a spot in my Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes community where we will work with you further on how to create a more sustainable and less restrictive way so you can continue to live your busy life and do what you want to do without having to think about your blood sugar all the time. And also, make sure that you fill out the short little survey that is attached to the application before our session 
because I want to have a little bit of background on you so I can better plan for a session to make sure that you get the most out of it, right? And I want you to really spend some time to really answer those questions because the more details you can give me, the more your session will be a better use of your time, a better use of both of our times, right? So I really do hope that if this is you and this you feel like you are ready to commit and ready to take action for your health, then I really hope that I will be able to speak with you soon and will figure out ways so you can reach your goals effortlessly, right? And until then, I hope you have a great day and remember to stay strong because you got this.